Good evening um, for, to everyone and to the, anyone who's listening tonight. Um, we've been going through some uh, various doctrines of the Bible. Been looking at, um, we looked first at the doctrine of the Bible, then we looked at the doctrine of God, then we looked at the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ, then we looked at the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. Now we're going to look at the doctrine of angels. <coughs> um, sometimes probably a controversial um, issue. Um, because you know some churches believe that you can should pray to angels and all kinds of things and but um we are just going to look at, at various thing, uh, verses from the bible i'm not going to speculate um on things i'm going to try and uh, bring out verses for you that um, um for any of the uh, things that we're going to be teaching firstly i'd like to start with luke Chapter 1, verse 18 to 20. If you have um, a Bible with you or if you have a pen, write down the verses if you need to because um, there are quite a few verses. Um, Luke chapter 1, verse 18 through 20. And the Bible says, And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering him, answering, said unto him, I am Gabriel. They stand in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, and not able to speak, until the day that these things shall be performed. Because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And we have a look at Luke uh, chapter 1, verse 26 to 33. And it says here, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary, and the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favoured. The Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his, his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favour with God. And behold thou, behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus, and he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And in Matthew eighteen ten, Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. The existence of angels. I'd like to have a, 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 a look at uh, um, some things about the existence of angels and the creation of angels. As to the existence of angels, Jesus himself knew and taught the existence of angels. That's enough for me. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The scriptures also tell of their existence. In fact, in the Bible, it says... Um, uh, angels are mentioned 297 times, close to 300 times, and probably over that because um, some angels are, are called cherubim, some are seraphim, um, and there's uh, stars 
also are mentioned as stars. They're mentioned as being stars and also as sons of God. In Job chapter 1 verse 6. I'll take, uh, take you there in Job chapter 1 verse 6 where the Bible tells us that um, they're called the sons of God. We're getting there. Don't worry. Here we go. Job chapter 1 verse 6. It says here, um, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Then it also says in Job chapter 2 verse 1, Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. So we see that the angels are not only called angels, but they're also called sons of God as well. The creation of angels. The creation of angels is shown in Colossians 1.16. The Bible says about the Lord Jesus Christ, For by him were all things created. The Lord Jesus Christ created all things. They're in heaven, they're in earth, visible or invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. So this, these principalities and powers and dominions, all um, angelic um, things. Um, time, they were created before the creation of the world. And um, that was in Job 38, uh, verse 6 and 7 says, Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened, or who laid the cornerstone thereof, that is of the earth? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So if the angels were there, then they were obviously created before the creation of the world. Um, there was The state was that they were created in holiness. Uh, in Jude 6, it says here, And the angels kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. This first estate, it says here, they not kept not their first estate. What was that first estate? That first estate was holiness. And they are still holy angels, but they are also unholy ones. They're unholy and they're holy angels. Angels uh, have a personality as well. They have intellect. In 1 Peter whom it was revealed, not unto us themselves, but unto us did they minister the things which are now reported unto you by them which have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. So they have an intellect and they're intensely interested in us and in salvation. Where are they? They could be in here. That were, we know the Lord's here. But there could be angels here as well, because they're intensely interested in uh, in us and in uh, salvation. They have emotion. And Bible says here in, uh, in Luke two thirteen, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, and saying, "Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men." So they have emotion as well. They have a will. They have a will, just like um, we have a free will. They have a will. Jude 6 says, And the angel which kept not their first estate, which we just mentioned, left their, they left their own habitation, 
He hath reserved in everlasting chains unto darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. So angels made a choice. Some of the angels made a choice. And it was the wrong choice, <laughs> obviously. The nature of angels, well, what are they? Um, well, they're spirit beings. They're spirits. In uh, Hebrews 1.7, And of the angels he saith, who maketh his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. They uh, are without the power to reproduce after their kind. They cannot reproduce. The, the angels that were created, um, there won't be any more, but, and there will never be any less. There will be always the same, same amount that were created. Um, it says in Mark 12, 25, For when they, rise up, when, they, when they shall rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels which are in heaven. Angels are designated by the masculine gender in Scripture. There, um, there is one exception in the Bible where, where it talks about women flying and carrying something, but um, I, we don't know whether that's what that is. It's not clear. Yeah, so, yep. Um, in Genesis 18, 1 and 2, and the Lord appeared unto him in the plain of Ma- plains of memory, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked. This is uh, Abraham now. And lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door, and he bowed himself toward the ground. So there were three men uh, that came to uh, Abraham. Um, one clearly was, uh, was God, was the Lord himself, Jehovah, uh, a pre-incarnate appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ. The other two angels who would proceed on to Sodom uh, to rescue Lot and his family from that judgment to come. And Abraham pleaded with God for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, if you remember the story, that when uh, um, he was pleaded with God after the angels left and he was with God alone. And he said, um, and, uh, if there be fifty in the city, would you spare the city for the 50? And he said, I'll spare them, the 50. And he says, if there were 40, would you spare the whole city because of the, if there were 40 righteous in the city? And God said, I will. Then he said, oh, be not angry with me. If there were 30, and then he went down to 20, and then he went right down to 10. He says, if there are 10 people in Sodom and Gomorrah, if there are 10 righteous people, Will you destroy? It? Will you not destroy it for the sake of those? God said, I, w- "I won't destroy it if I find ten people," and He couldn't. It was only Lot, his wife, and his two daughters that were, were who, who left the city. And then, of course, we know that Lot's wife turned and looked, and she was turned to a pillar of salt. So, in the end, out of them, all of it, there was only Lot and his two daughters. So. Quite something, isn't it? So Abraham pleaded with God for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. We too will be rescued from judgment to come when Jesus comes and raptures the church. Um, angels don't die. Uh, Luke twenty thirty six. Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels, the Bible says, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. They are distinct from human beings, in uh, Psalm 8, 4 and 5, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man 
that thou visitest him, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. They are completely distinct from, uh, from human beings. They also have great power. They have a, a lot of power. In 2 Peter 2.11 says, Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not a railing accusation against them before the Lord. What it is, is that uh, in Peter, it's talking about um, false teachers. But they don't bring, uh, though they are great in power and might, they still don't bring any accusation against them before the Lord. He, he, they, they don't do that. One angel killed 185,000 soldiers instantly. In Kings 19.35 it says, And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote the camp of the Assyrians, and hundred and four score and five thousand. And when they rose in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. Quite something, isn't it? it sounds like uh, they got up and found themselves dead. <laughs> That's not the case. <laughs> yeah, they woke up in the morning and found that they were dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously the Israelites woke up and they saw all the, uh, the army dead on the floor the number of angels just how many angels are there well uh, we don't know but we know this an innumerable amount um, in Hebrews 12.22 it says but ye are come unto Mount Zion unto the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of angels in Judges 5.20, they fought from heaven, the stars and their courses fought against Sisera. When thou was, when thou was, where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare it if thou understand, who hath laid the measure thereof, and if, the, and if thou knowest. Or who hath stretched the line upon it, whereupon are the foundations of the, uh, thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Huge amount of angels. In Revelations it says, John saw many angels and I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. So 10,000 times 10,000 is 100 million time and thousands of thousands. So what is it could be? Hundred trillion? Who knows? In fact, some people have said uh, maybe there's uh, more. Um, there's a, the same amount of uh, angels as there are stars in the universe. So, who knows? Who knows? Could be, but that's speculation. And I said I'm not going to do it, but it sounds good though. I did. I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> I did speculate. Ah. <laughs> Okay, um, there are some named, uh, angels that are named in the Bible. Does anybody know who the uh, named angels are? Gabriel. Yep, one. Michael. Michael. He's another one. Uh, Not a very nice guy. Satan. 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 Okay. Yep. Satan, he's an angel, and in fact, he was supposed to be the most beautiful angel. He had, uh, he was incredible, um, but of course, pride 
Um, he thought he could uh, be God. So we'll just look at Michael himself. <coughs> Named angels. No, no, not that we know, but there are, if you read in the Apocrypha, which is another thing, which is not the Word of God, then you've got Raphael and all these other kinds of things and some other weird, weird things, but we don't know. We don't know, it's, we don't know their names, but we do know Michael and we do know Gabriel and, um, of course, Satan, we know. Okay. Um, the meaning of his name is significant, Michael. Um, it is His name means who is like God. Um, he is called in Daniel, 21, uh, Daniel 12, 1, he's called the great prince. In Daniel 10, 21, he's um, called Michael, your prince. Um, in Daniel 10, 13, he's called one of the chief princes. In what respect he is like God isn't disclosed, but... Um, from the three passages where he is directly mentioned, it is to be seen that he has great authority. In 12, um, uh, Daniel 12.1 it says, He is to be the one who standeth for um, Daniel's people, Israel, doubtless in her defense. In Jude 1.9 he is seen to be in a controversy against Satan over the body of Moses. But in such a situation, in, in spite of his greatness, it says he dare not bring a railing accusation against um, Satan, but falling back in dependence on God, he declares that the Lord rebuke thee. He didn't uh, um, uh, make a railing accusation. Railing means um, insulting language or uttering reproachful words or insolent language. So um, Michael didn't use any anything against him, but simply the Lord rebuke thee. Um, in this text, he's given the title also in, in Jude of um, Archangel. If you, we don't know if there are any other archangels, but um, in Daniel 10.13, it says he is one of the chief princes. So some people say that Gabriel is uh, an archangel, but that is man's idea. Um, it doesn't say that Gabriel is an archangel. Um, there's only one archangel mentioned in the Bible, and that's Michael. So, um, In Revelation 12, verse 7 through 12, let's have a look at that one. In Revelation, Revelation 12. Yes. But the, whether they are actually called an, another archangel, we don't know. You know, we know that um, there are others. He's one of the chiefest, so there must be an, a lot of them. Um, and it's uh, it's interesting in Revelation chapter twelve, verse seven. It says, "And um, uh, where are we?" Um, and there was war in heaven, and Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon that was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast into the, north, into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. 
So we see here that Michael and his angels um, fought, and, uh, and they're, gonna, they're going to fight in this war with um, uh, Satan and his angels, and they're going to be cast out into the earth. Um, so he won't be able to have access to heaven anymore. He, he and his angels won't have any access. They'll be cast this earth. Think of what's going to happen when he's cast down here. I, I'm I'm glad I'm not going to be here. You know, um, because when the devil comes down with all these demons, they're going to come to the earth. <sighs> oh yeah, they are, no doubt. But they're going to be cast out of heaven, and this will be their place. Then <laughs> it'll be. It's gonna. This is in the tribulation period. Yeah, it's gonna. It's terrible. Um, so he's heading up the armies of heaven, uh, and he fights that victorious battle against Satan and his angels. Um, and another time when his voice will be heard is in one Thessalonians four sixteen. One Thessalonians four sixteen. Uh, For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. That's when we know it's about the rapture. So the voice of the archangel is going to, we're going to hear the voice of um, possibly Michael. He's, the arch, he's called the archangel. Um, so that's, um, that's Michael. Um, there's also in the, uh, the organization of angels one archangel is named, but like I said, we don't know if there there may be others, um, uh, which we saw in Daniel th- uh, ten thirteen. Um, they're also called um, chi- they are chief princes in Daniel thirteen, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one in twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, so they are chief princes, and uh, they came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. So we know that um, there was a um, Gabriel was coming to um, to answer the, um, Daniel's prayer and um, to give him insight into what's coming, uh, the future, and um, he was with, withheld. Can I have a I don't know. I, 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 I know, but it's, I think it's um, because there's. Uh, I th- from what I can see, is there, there's um, there's places in the whole universe where these where there are princes uh, uh, reigning, you know, uh, principalities, powers, and there's authorities. It's it's in the angelic realm. We know we don't know all that much about that, you know. Um, but uh, they're there. The Bible uh, definitely says it. Principalities and powers in heavenly places. Uh, um, yeah. So there's the chief princes um, came to help me and remained there with the kings of Persia. So we know that what's going on is there's, there's, there was um, trouble in Persia. And, and um, I th- from what we can see is that because of um, uh, Gabriel was up, held up by um, the Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia was probably a, a, a bad angel who was in um, guiding in uh, Persia, who was um, influencing them. And Michael probably had a battle with him to to try and prevent 
because he would the, obviously the bad angel would be trying to prevent anything good happening to Israel, especially with when it coming to the end of Daniel's the seventy weeks, seventy years, I beg your pardon, of captivity was coming to an end. If they could do anything to stop them coming out of captivity and back into Jerusalem, that would be be something. But again, we just we're not sure what was going on. So um, then there's guardian angels, um, ruling angels. It says here to the extent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places. See these principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. So um, um, the church um, shows to the angels God's manifold wisdom. The church is 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 um, to show the angels God's manifold wisdom. Um, there's guardian angels as well in Hebrew one fourteen. Are there not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be the heirs of salvation, and also and for children? Um, uh, Matthew eighteen ten says, "Take heed that you despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you that in heaven the angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven." So it seems that their uh, children have um, angels looking over them, I should think. Um, there's uh, seraphim. In uh, is Isaiah 6, 1 through 3, it says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried one unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So these angels, these uh, the seraphim, have um, uh, to do with the worship of God. Then we have the cherubim. Cherubim, Genesis twenty three twenty two, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as us to know good and evil, and now, lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord sent him forth from the garden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. These angels, um, these angels, the cherubim, guard the holiness of God. So there's um, archangels, well, one archangel, we think, there's chief princes, there's ruling angels, there's guardian angels, there's seraphim, there's cherubim, and there's uh, elect angels. In 1 Timothy 5.21, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thou observe these things without preferring one another, um, preferring one before another. Do nothing by partiality. These elect angels... Um, I've been looking up a lo- uh, quite a bit about them, and the elect angels are the ones who didn't fall. Most come to that conclusion that they were the ones who didn't fall. They're called the elect angels. Um, then finally, we have uh, the living creatures of uh, Ezekiel one five, which are under the chariot that uh, Ezekiel saw. There's the four angels and the wheels within wheels, and so they they were called the living creatures. Okay, so uh, that is the organization of angels, the ministry of angels. Uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ, they predicted his birth. 
the one which we just read about um, the angel Gabriel coming to um, Mary. Um, um, he's saying, and he, uh, um, he told her that she was going to have a child, and his name should be Jesus, he will be great, called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord shall give him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there shall be no end. That hasn't happened yet. Um, the Lord Jesus Christ is in heaven. He's seated at the right hand of God. There's going to come a day when he's going to stand. He's going to come down to this earth, take the church to be with him. And then there's going to be a time of great tribula- uh, tribulation and great tribulation, terrible time coming on the earth. And then the Lord Jesus Christ is going to return to this earth and he is going to rule as king. He's uh, not the king of the earth now. He's in heaven. He is a king. But he's, uh, and Revelation says that he is the prince of the kings of the earth. So he's a king in waiting. He's coming. He's coming. And that day will be a glorious day for sure. So um, the angels uh, um, revealed to Mary um, that she was going to have a son. They announced his birth. Um, it says here, and suddenly there was an angel with a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and peace and goodwill toward men. So they announced his birth to the uh, shepherds. Um, they protected the baby. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring word um, uh, for Herod. Uh, we'll seek the child. To destroy him, um, I want to have a look at uh, Gabriel. Uh, his name means the mighty one. Um, I think uh, Michael's uh, one was called. Who's Michael's? Uh, he's like God. Yeah, who is like God? Yeah. And Gabriel is. Uh, uh, his name means the mighty one. Um, he is never said to be an archangel though often he is said to be so by men. It appears, he appears four times in the Bible and records an, uh, an, uh, always, um, and, uh, always as a, a messenger or a revealer of the divine purpose. He spoke to Daniel uh, concerning the end times in Daniel 8, uh, chapter five, uh, 15 through 27. He um, also brought to Daniel the almost incomparable prediction in Daniel 9.20, the prophecy of the 70 weeks where he revealed Israel's history where up until Messiah the Prince then after Jesus died and resurrected there were 69 weeks fulfilled and there's still one week which is that seven years of tribulation which is coming. He also appeared to Zacharias and of course to Mary the mother of our Saviour uh, the Lord Jesus. Um, so he had, that was his ministry um, so quite something, quite an interesting thing, isn't it? Um, where are we now? Don't want to leave my lose my place here. All right, here we are. So he protected uh, the Lord Jesus. He strengthened Jesus after his temptation. The angels. Where then the devil leaving him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. They pre- were prepared to defend him. In Matthew twenty-six. Thinkest thou that I cannot pray to my Father, and he shall presently send me, give me more than twelve legions of angels? Twelve legions. So a legion was how many? 
6,000. So Jesus could have called 70,000 angels to come and help him. But then what did he say? He says, then how would scripture be fulfilled? Jesus had to go to the cross. He had to die for us to pay the penalty for our sin. So um, we see that the angels were prepared to defend him. If he had said that, he would have have been delivered. Um, They strengthened him at Gethsemane. Remember he was in great agony in the garden when he was um, um, asked God, if 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 it's not your will, take this cup from me. But he said, um, but nevertheless, thy will be done. And um, he said he was great sweat, drops of blood were falling from him from from the agony that he was in. So um, he was uh, strengthened him in Gethsemane, and there appeared an angel uh, unto him from heaven, strengthening him. An angel rolled away the stone from the tomb, and behold, there was a great earthquake. The angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. <laughs> it's quite something. And I was just looking up this uh, about these stones from the tomb. The tomb didn't have a very big entry. The reason we know that is because the Bible says that when they came there, they stooped down. They had to stoop down. That's what the Bible says. So they didn't have a very, very big entry. But that stone that was rolled onto the door um, probably weighed about two, maybe two and a half tons probably and um, it would have been difficult because the stone was put into a groove that was at an angle so to roll it you had to roll it uphill <laughs> to get it away from there because when they, when they were ready they put it in they probably had some kind of a stop and once they were ready to close it, they pulled the stop away and it would roll in. And then that would be it. You know, because of the, the little incline that the hill was on. So you can imagine, the angel came along and he just went, and he sat on it. <laughs> so you can imagine the, the, the power that they have, just the strength. And um, the stone wasn't uh, rolled away to let Jesus out. He was already gone. The tomb was empty already. So he rolled away the, the, the stone and sat on it. Uh, they announced the resurrection in Matthew 28, uh, 5, 6. The angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here. He is risen as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. So that's the ministry to um, uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. To believers... Um, he has a, they have a general ministry of aiding. In Hebrews one fourteen says, Are these not um, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be heirs of salvation? Well who are the heirs of salvation? The Bible says that we are heirs of uh, of God and joint heirs with Christ. We are the heirs of salvation. Um, and what is an heir? An heir is one who has the right to possess. You can imagine. Um what the Lord is preparing for us. <laughs> Something we cannot possibly even begin to imagine. Um, they're involved in answering prayer. In Acts 12, And behold, the angel of the Lord came to, uh, upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. 
and his chains fell off from his hands. You know that story is when Herod um, uh, killed James, the brother of John, and then uh, he proceeded to take Peter as well because he saw it pleased everybody. So he was going to bring Peter out uh, the next day or whatever. But um, the angel went into the prison. Now Peter was lying, bound with chains, one guard this side, one that side, and men on the door. Yet the angel came in, get up. As he got up, chains fell off, door open, walked, <laughs> door open, and he was gone, out. And we know uh, that he um, got out. That's when Rhoda, when he went to the house where the, where the men were praying, knocked on the door, and then um, Rhoda came to the door and said, Peter's out there. She ran away, didn't even open the door. She was so surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, angels um, uh, answer, announce the, uh, um, they, they're answering a prayer. They uh, help involve, they're involved in that. Um, they observe Christian experiences. 1 Corinthians 4 9 says, For I think that God has set forth us apostles last, as it was appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world, and to angels, and to men. And then it says in 1 Timothy 5.21, I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thou observe these things without preference before one an, before another, doing nothing but partiality. They encourage in times of danger. In Acts 27, 23 and 24, For they stood by me this night, the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God gave, has given thee all them that sail with thee. It's quite interesting, that, isn't it? We remember that Paul was on the, on the boat, and they were heading towards the shore. And the, the, uh, they actually ran aground in Malta. But before that, the angel said, you must, be brought, you must be brought before Caesar, and I'm going to give you all of those people that sail with you. It's quite an incredible statement. That God is, gave gave him all of their lives. Um, they're interested in the evangelistic efforts of Christians. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Then in eight, Acts eight twenty six, and the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south into the way that goes down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. So they are interested and involved in that. Um, they care for the righteous at death. Luke 16.22, it says, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. And you know what the next statement was? And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. So um, we see that. Okay, uh, I think we're getting... I'm not going to be able to finish this. I'm going to have to stop there. It's already 8 o'clock. So, yeah, okay. Um, I, there's only a little bit to do in, um, next week, but I'm going to be looking at other things in this angel because it's so interesting. But, um, yeah, okay. And we'll stop there because the next one is um, angels and um, the to the nations. Okay, should we pray then? Father, I thank you for tonight. Thank you that we can look into the Word of God. Thank you for um, uh, the doctrine of angels. Lord, you've revealed them to us. And 
But more than all of these things, we thank you for your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, tonight. And thank you that he loved us, that he gave his life for us. Father, if there's anyone listening and who doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, Father, this might be the day that they turn to the Lord Jesus and that they might be saved. Lord, we love you. Thank you for tonight. Keep us safe as we journey home. We love you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen.